We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's September 1st. Pretty big day of the year for my boy, Chief Justice. We have a 14-game baseball slate to talk about here on today's podcast. And I already kind of said it. What's up, Chief? What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Doing good. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited about this particular... uh, Slate of games, uh, pitching galore. So this is, this is. Uh, I'm gonna. I, this slate's gonna be great. It's it's gonna be great. Yeah, I mean, 14 games, a lot of pitching options. Top end, mid range, bottom end, everywhere. Um, I mean, pick whoever you want as uh, play whoever you want, as Blender would say. Yeah, this slate has has it all. Um, so. You know, very, very pumped to break this one down. Riding old school morning grind for anyone that doesn't know. I never used to have my lights on when we didn't do YouTube. Um, riding old school morning grind, dealing with some headaches. Um, the one that I had today was awful. Um, it it kind of calmed down, so I decided to do the podcast with Will. But yeah, I can't have my lights on. My yeah, it's gonna flare it up. So, um, but you didn't even say why today's like such a special day, though, Will. Oh, well, you know, September 1st is my birthday, so it's uh, another year in the books, and uh, thankful to be be alive yet again, and, you know, here with the company, and being able to hang out with you, so uh, always grateful, man, to see another day. Well, happy birthday to my boy, Chief, um, one of my best friends in the industry by far, and, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, give him some love, you know, he's he's the man. Will is the man. He's been doing this a long time with me. Uh, we have yeah. a great friendship. And, um, you know, tell, tell my boy what's up. I, YouTube is going off right now. What is up, YouTube? Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night. Um, you're having a better Thursday night than my Gators. Um, my Gators are not not playing well. And I didn't expect much from this season. 
but man, uh, you never want to start the season getting uh, beat this bad. So, hey, you never know. All right, we got 14 games. We've talked enough. We, we've spent three minutes on non-baseball stuff. Um, a good minute of that was wishing Will a happy birthday. Way more important than baseball. So, But let's jump into this slate. A lot to talk about here. Miami at Washington is where we get started. Eight and a half total. Miami a 160 favorite. We have Perez against Irvin. Any interest here in Yuri Perez against Washington? Oh, Washington is always a conundrum for me, Stevie, because they just don't get lit up. He's just seen this team recently. He did have a good outing. Uh, at 8,800, young pitcher, is it worth it? Maybe. Um, I think for the price – you probably play him in multi-entry. I don't. I don't think I play him in single entry though. I, I know he kind of had his way with this team the last time, but I, I've just learned my lesson attacking this Washington team. I talked about it on the podcast yesterday when it came to to Garrett. Like Nationals dealing with some injuries right now. Um, the lineup that they rolled out on Thursday wasn't great. Um, so. I could see, you know, if Thomas continues to be out and then with Garrett being out, there's going to be a little bit more righties in this lineup too, potentially. So yeah. I think Perez um, mid-tier wise is very playable today. I, I do think he's someone that has like 25 plus upside. Um, he he got 25 against this team in 76 pitches last time out and didn't win the game. So, um, I mean, the upside, I mean, I think his upside is a lot higher than what he showed last time against the same team. Granted, that game was in Miami. This game's in Washington. It's a little bit of a ballpark downgrade. Um, not much, but, you know, anytime you're going from a really good pitcher's park in Miami to anywhere, it's going to be a downgrade. Uh, other side of this game, Jake Irvin. Honestly, I don't hate Jake Irvin as, like, a punt pitcher today, um, but I think you could do better. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm taking Irvin. Um He's 6,100, like you said. I don't I don't think I'm going to do it, though. I don't think he has the upside on this big of a slate. The thing is, sorry, um, thing is, like, I want to see what the lineup looks like. If it's a very right-handed heavy lineup, sure, I think you could take some shots on Jake Irvin at this price. So it's just more of could he score 20-plus in this spot? I think he could. Um, let's see what the lineup looks like type of thing. I think Tuki Toussaint gets um, a lot of ownership in this range. And I mean, he's definitely oh, yeah. my favorite cheaper pitcher today uh, by far. So it's more of just kind of looking at like maybe Irvin as a pivot off of Toussaint at basically the same price um, kind of thing. So uh, that's the only reason I have some slight interest in Irvin. Let's talk Miami Bats. Um, hey, I talked about Jazz yesterday hammered his uh pick and props on thursday that worked out well yeah um what are your thoughts on the miami bats here uh i don't i don't hate miami um you know the, the ballpark's not it's better than miami but it's not like exceptional but still like one off in jazz against middling pitchers is not going to be um a problem like excuse me he, I mean, the guy's just got tremendous upside. Uh, I don't hate Bell at 3,700. I, I think so many stacks of this team is probably in order. Um, but, yeah, all in all, I'm not, I'm not stacking the Marlins, but I think many, many two to three minutes are, are going to be fine for me. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in Miami. I mean, you could keep playing Jazz. I, I, I don't mind him. Berger has some power, um, even righty-righty. Like, Jake Irvin – on the season has been slightly above average against right-handed hitters. But like you look at his recent stats and he's been 30% Ks, 4% walks, 100 ISO, 240 Woba, 58% ground balls. So like I think you really want to attack Jake Irvin with lefties. Um, so yeah. that's why like maybe Sanchez or taking a shot on like jazz would be how I would approach Miami here. Uh, Washington bats. I mean, I just don't have a ton of interest in Washington. Um, not a team that I love. I mean, you could potentially take some shots on like Dom Smith or Kaboom here or Abrams, but I mean, like CJ Abrams is 4,700 now. Yeah. I, 
I, I don't I'm probably fading this game in general outside of maybe Yuri and Jazz, like generally speaking. Um so yeah, I'm I'm gonna pass on this game mostly. Tampa Bay at Cleveland. Um saw a note that came across my feed today that Cleveland signed Lucas Giolito um off of waivers, so Oh, that's interesting. Just got something to watch. Gilito um switching a lot of switching a lot of uh equipment right now. This game is currently at a seven and a half total. The Razor 180 favorite. Glasnow and Quantrell uh facing off against each other. Glasnow is eleven two. I mean, matchup wise, that obviously Cleveland doesn't scare me at all. Um there's so many pitchers in this like eight to ten K range today. I think if first of all, I think if I'm paying up, it's Scherzer against Minnesota. Yes. Um, it's just Will, there's so many good pitchers today. I don't think I need I don't think I need to take the risks on Glass now. Like he doesn't have the hundred pitch complete game upside like ceiling type right now. Um they're being very careful with Tyler Glass now. I think his range is like twenty five to thirty, where some of these guys are like thirty five plus. Yeah, I agree with you. Um I, I think I do want to see where the ownership comes in on him because Cleveland, they're not as – and I'm saying this lightly. They're not as good as they were earlier this season. So – and by good, I mean strikeout. Like, I checked, I checked some of their lineups as they've been rolling about, Steven. So there's a lot more strikeouts in this lineup now than it was earlier this year. And so, you know, if Glass now comes out in that 5% range, if I'm in mass multi-entry stuff, like I'm getting close to like really putting some good ownership on him. I'm and I'm saying above the field. If he's coming at twenty percent, like I'm probably on the fade. If that makes any sense. Oh yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. If Glasnow's just like someone no one's playing today, sure. Yeah. Um Cal Quantrill. We're not we're not doing Cal Quantrill though, right? No. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Forget there, yeah, yeah. He is not good. Um let's talk Tampa Bats. What are your thoughts here on the, the raised bats? Yeah, I, I think this is a spot for a stack. Like, you know, um, they're expensive in certain spots. Like Randy's expensive. Uh, one guy that, that I've been playing a little bit, a little bit more often, Isaac uh, Paredes. I've been playing him a lot. Um, good power, low strikeouts. Um, Yandy Diaz is expensive, but uh, catchers, uh, if, if Bethancourt's playing Stevie, we'll have cheap catcher alert. You know, he's a guy that I played a little bit too. So I, I, I like those couple little pieces there, uh, you know, and so th- those are kind of the guys I would look at. Lowe's still not crazy expensive. He's 4,700, hasn't hit the 5K mark. Uh, he strikes out a lot more than some of these other guys, but um, all in all, I, I do like them quite a bit. Yeah, Josh Lowe, Brandon Lau. Um, I think both these guys are very much in play. Luke Rowley, um, Brujan, the second baseman. I think he's like 2.2K. Yeah, he's still extremely cheap as a punt lefty here. Um, don't hate that. I mean, overall, I definitely have interest in Tampa. Cal Quantrill is very hittable. Um, I don't know if I fully stack. I think it'd be more of a secondary stack for me, if anything, here. But I definitely think they should be on your radar today. Uh, Quantrill's not good. Uh, yeah. Cleveland, I'm not. I'm not playing anybody from no. Cleveland today. Like I'm not touching Jose Ramirez at 5700 against Glasnow. Yep, not at all. We move on. We got Seattle at New York facing the Mets. Eight total. Um, slight favorite here to Seattle minus 120 against the Mets. Um, I mean, we got Gilbert and Singa. Any interest here in Logan Gilbert? Stevie, the, the Mets have been been struggling down the stretch. I, I have slight interest in Logan Gilbert at ninety three hundred. What I what I don't like is generally speaking, he's not as high of a strikeout guy as I would like at ninety three hundred. Um, but the Mets have been a little rough here recently, so. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, did we lose him? Oh, no, he's back. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't, I don't know what happened there. Sorry about that. But I, I, I don't like the price of Gilbert, but the Mets have been struggling. So I at 9300 I think it's worth it. He doesn't have the traditional strikeout upside that I would like, but the Mets have been striking out a lot more down the stretch as the season gets to an end. So at 9300 he he goes on the list for me today. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think both these guys are interesting today as far as pitching goes. Um, Logan Gilbert, he's capable of big games. My biggest concern is like they've been very careful with him pitch count wise, and I mean, they his last couple of starts, you know, they were winning the game very handily. So I don't know like if this game is close to let him keep going kind of thing. So um, he's been struggling with home runs, but being in City Field, that should help a little bit in this spot. So. I think he goes out and he has a solid outing. I just don't know if solid's good enough. Like the guy on the other side of this game, right? Singa, his ceiling's massive. Like Seattle's one of the highest strikeout teams in baseball. Julio Rodriguez is, I mean, they they think he'll be back this weekend. Um, He might not be in the game here. Like, I mean, he's dealing with like a foot injury and like it's a nerve injury. And that's like the last thing you want to see if you're a Seattle fan, but I mean, this lineup's going to be a lot worse with Julio out of it. And, I mean, Singa at 96, I think his ceiling's massive. Like, floor? Floor probably goes to Gilbert, but I think ceiling goes to Singa. Yeah, absolutely. At 9,600, definitely have more interest in Singa. I mean, we've, we've seen him. I think he's coming off a 10-strikeout game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 10 strikeouts uh, against the Angels. And his, his K rate on the season, you know, he's hovered, you know, upper 20s, low 30s like this. You know, over the past 30 days, I know it came down some, but after that 10K performance, you know, he's back on track, or at least it's kind of normalizing the, the numbers here. I, I, at 9,600, Sega has tremendous upside. I, I'm, I'm <clears throat> excuse me, I'm very interested. Yeah, very, like I said, I'm very interested in the strikeout ability here for Singa. Um, as far as Seattle bats go, they've been hitting well. Um, I mean, they, they've been a really solid team here recently. Any interest in the Seattle Bats? Um, I think overall I'm going to pass. Because it's such a large slate, um, it's not one of these spots where I feel like I have to play a hitter against my pitcher. Um, so I, I'm mostly going to pass on Seattle today, especially in the city field. Yeah, I think like this whole game as far as Bats is concerned, um, I don't love it. I think this is just one of those games where it's going to be low scoring. The total's really low for a reason. Um, we're going to have some spots that we're going to talk about bats. Like our boy uh, Jordan Lyles is pitching on this slate. So, like, we're going to talk about some bats on the slate. Don't worry. But I just think this is a game, like, I don't have any interest in Seattle or New York here. Yep. Same for me. All right. We're moving on. We got Minnesota at texas this game is currently at an eight total the rangers are a 150 favorite we got scherzer and ryan uh two really strong pitchers facing off against each other here joe ryan's been hit or miss um he pitched decent last time out against this texas team any interest in joe ryan at 86 nope yeah that's kind of where i'm at man i don't i don't love this spot for joe ryan Um, it's just a spot like if he was 8600 against detroit Lock button. Like, sign me up. Uh, Scherzer, though. 11K. We already kind of talked about, um, you know, if we were going to be up in this range, it was probably going to be Scherzer. But, you know, he hasn't had that, like, dominating strikeout stuff this season. But 
Two of his last three starts, he's been double-digit strikeouts, including a start against Minnesota. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a spot you can definitely look at, Max Scherzer. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm kind of not looking for Max to pick up another 10, but I'm hoping he has a, another fairly clean game. He should still be able to get eight strikeouts here. Like, I, I, I just don't see any reason for him to not kind of go over the strikeout per inning regiment that I, that I think we will see from him. Minnesota, man, this is a strikeout. This is a high strikeout team. I mean, up and down the lineup, Stevie, we've got guys in the high 20s, low 30s in some spots. And so Scherzer should be able to dominate this team. He's at home today as well. So um, I, I, I'm expecting a, a big outing from him. Absolutely has the leash, right? Like we talked about the difference between him and Glass now. Glass now is probably not going to pass 90 pitches, where Scherzer, Steve, if he's at 92 pitches through seven and he's having a, a, a really good game, I can almost assure you he's coming back out for the eighth. Like, no doubt about it in my mind. And so when you got that kind of leash, it's really hard for me to pass up on that with the strikeout skills and the matchup. 11K, he's probably going to be one of the highest owned upper tier pitchers we have. Um, Yeah, I mean, I got nothing else to add. I have no interest in the Minnesota bats here. Um, I will say that, like, there's a good chance that Buxton um, is going to be back very soon here for yeah. what it's worth, so. Um, any interest in the Texas bats against Ryan? Uh, I do have interest in the, in the Texas bats, Stevie, just because Texas isn't Atlanta, but I think they're close enough to where they're a really good offense that I think gets lost in the shuffle on a really big slate. They're a little expensive, right? Some of their bigger bats, like Seager's 6,600, that's very expensive. Garcia's 5,600, that's very expensive. You've got Simeon at 6K. So, like, if you want to reach and get this team, you're going to have to pay. And the catcher's still pretty cheap for them. But generally speaking, really expensive team. I think that I, th- I don't think a lot of people are going to be on them. And I still think they they're they can hit with the best of any team against any reasonably good pitcher. I don't consider Joe Ryan to be extremely elite just yet. He had some stretches this season, but I think I still think he's hittable. Yeah, I mean. I think it's a very contrarian low owned stack that has ceiling. Um, you just have to hope that Joe Ryan's not on his, on his game kind of thing. And yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily love it. I don't hate it. Um, I think there's better stacks to pay up for, but yeah, I think that overall um, no one's playing Texas today. So if you, if you want to take some shots in Texas, go for it. All right, we've talked about some pitching, Will. Now it's time to talk about some bats. We got Boston at Kansas City, nine and a half total in this game. Red Sox have minus 200 favorite. We got Paxton and Lyles. Paxton, 7,500 against Kansas City. Um, You know, came came back from injury and stuff, has faced Kansas City already once this season, put up 25 fantasy points against them. Uh, Any interest here at Paxton at 7,500? I think at this price, Stevie, in the matchup, he hasn't been pitching well recently, but look at who he's had to face in those bad games. Toronto, who hits lefties really well. Washington, who's been a fairly low strikeout team overall. Houston, who's now almost fully healthy. My boy Michael Brantley came back and just put on a show. Uh, the Dodgers, like, he's faced tough teams, Stevie. But sprinkled in there is Kansas City. Didn't make it six innings, but we saw the strikeout stuff. 98 pitches. One of the things that hasn't changed, Stevie, the fact that they're letting them go 90-plus pitches. I, at 7,500, this is well worth the uh, the cost of admission. Yeah, very interested in Paxson today um, in this, like, mid-tier range. I think that he definitely has some upside. Um, I don't mind some bats against him. We'll talk about it in just a second. I think that you could take some shots on some of these Kansas City righties against Paxson today as well um i can tell you for certain though i'm not touching jordan miles today um red sox my favorite stack on the slate outside of course yeah absolutely um i love the red sox today um 
Jordan Lyles has he's just so hittable, Stevie. He's not like, good anymore, man. Yeah, Stevie. So listen, I I, I am gonna game log do stretch this one for us. Even even in some of these weird spots, six hits, five hits, nine hits, seven hits, eight hits, nine hits, six hits. Four. Stevie, th- these are all games he's giving up hits. Now the runs haven't been there in every game, but they've been close. Seven, four, six, four, five. I mean, I, I just don't see how Boston doesn't pound this guy this time. Now, the last time he made it eight innings, Stevie. He was just very efficient early, but Boston's still gonna 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 give him some trouble today. Uh, I, I love the Boston stack against Laos. Yeah, I mean, I stacked against him last time. Um, gonna stack against him this time too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, love this spot for the Boston Red Sox today. Like. This dude's allowed 10 home runs, 10 home runs in his last four starts. Um, and I mean, not only are you if you can get to Lyles, like they weren't able to do last time, but Kansas City has a bottom three bullpen. Um, this is a very, very hittable bullpen. So yeah, love the Red Sox today. Verdugo, Devers, Turner, Yoshida, Duvall, Cassis, Story, um, cheap catcher with like Reese McGuire, like. Anybody that cracks the lineup to me for Boston is very much in play. I'm definitely going to have a Red Sox stack in my one of three builds today. Yep. Got to have it, Stevie. Like, this could be a 12-run Boston spot here easily. Um, Other side of this game, Kansas City. Well, I want to talk about some of these Kansas City bats. Like, Paxton is – he's not elite. Um, He has good strikeout stuff. His strikeout upside is very high in a matchup like this. Like, he could have a good strikeout game here. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk Kansas city, man. Um, obviously wit he's expensive, but like Garcia should crack that like leadoff spot. Vasquez is really cheap. Um, Furman cheap catcher. If you don't want to play Salvador Perez, they have, um, Taylor at second base. I think he's really cheap too. I'm chasing a couple home runs in the spot with Kansas city today. Yeah, I don't hate it. And, and Stevie, one of the things that I like is, if, if Perez happens to be out again, like if he just happens to be out again, then you can literally play Bobby Witt and just build around him with these other bats, and it does make make the stack worth it. So I'm, I'm with you. I, I still like Paxton in this spot. Just It's kind of more of a price play, I think. Price slash some upside. But I, I definitely think that Kansas City, they're in play today for sure. I mean, pretty much half these bats are 3K. It's 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 fantastic. Uh, moving on, we got Philadelphia at Milwaukee taking on the Brew Crew. Seven and a half total in this game. Pick 'em game. Um, slight favorite <clears throat> to Philadelphia. Excuse me. We have Wheeler and Peralta. Uh, we got two 10K guys going off going up against each other here. Um, I mean, Zach Wheeler is very capable of putting up a a number to beat Max Scherzer today at a little bit of a discount. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Wheeler? Um, I think he's in play. He's 10, six. Like you talked about a little bit of a discount. I don't think he has more upside than Scherzer today. Milwaukee is definitely a better offense than Minnesota, but there's still some strikeouts here. Um, I'm still Stevie for me. I'm still siding with Scherzer. Wheeler will be in the pool, though. He he will be in the pool. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely am with you as far as preferring um, Scherzer. I just think Wheeler's in a good spot. He's been hit or miss, too, so I think his ownership would be pretty low. Um, but I'm not too concerned about the Milwaukee lineup. Peralta on the other side of this game, um, he's been phenomenal. Like, he's been great, but, dude, the Phillies are crushing the baseball right now. Like, we were – a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how Harper just looked disengaged, and, like, all of a sudden, this team has just absolutely clicked. Um, I don't know if I could do Peralta. Like, it's a matchup against a pitcher that's been pitching fantastic against an offense that has just been on fire. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, Philly went through this weird stretch (laughs) – I think the one thing that gives me some optimism here, Stevie, he's faced the Padres, he's faced the Rangers, and he's pitched fine. And, you know, 
he's faced the White Sox, he's faced Colorado, he's faced Washington. Like he's been on a good stretch. Strikeouts have pretty much been there in all spots, even against Washington. Seven strikeouts, thirteen against Colorado, only six against the White Sox, eleven against Texas, nine against San Diego. He hasn't made it six innings against the good offenses, but the strikeouts have been there. I think I got to consider him. I think I'm going to play him today. He's uh, he's at home, and I've seen Philly strike out enough against good pitching. I, I trust Freddie to at least get seven strikeouts here. I, I think I'm I think I'm going to play. I mean, I boom bust upside is certainly yeah. there, and I mean, I don't necessarily want to stack Philadelphia. I mean, I will say like. I don't think stacking Philadelphia is the craziest idea of just how good this team has been recently. So um, Peralta, like when he does struggle, it's definitely like power lefties, Schwarber and Harper, um, definitely in a spot they could do well. Um, Overall, though, I mean, I just I don't have a ton of interest in bats in this game. I think both these pitchers definitely reserve or definitely deserve respect on a 14 game slate and. I mean, you're searching for, like, big upside on 14-game slates. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I agree. All right. We're just going to keep on trucking. Um, we got a lot more games to get to. Don't worry. Detroit at Chicago is where we go next. That is the White Sox, not the Red or the Cubs. Uh, eight and a half total. The Tigers, the 130 favorite here. We got Rodriguez against Toussaint. Um Eduardo Rodriguez is in a really interesting spot today. Um, yeah. He's kind of in a, a no-man's land price-wise. He gets a good matchup um, against the White Sox. What are your thoughts here on Eduardo Rodriguez? I wish E-Rob was 8,500 today. Uh, just, for, just to open up a little bit more salary. But if you're asking me, do I think the price is worth it? It is. Like This, this should be a good spot for him today. Um he is on the road, but I think he could go for more than the strikeout per inning here. Just limit the damage in terms of runs. And I think we could see Erod between 25 and 30 fantasy points at 9,400. I, I think he's in play today for sure. The only thing that worries me a little bit about this price per se for him is just more of like we are paying 9,400 for a guy facing a team likely with seven plus righties and his strikeout rate has definitely dipped and he's been struggling a little bit more with righties. It's just like on paper, these righties are solid, right? Yeah. <laughs> in, in real life, <laughs> these guys have been struggling, man. But like you, you look at the lineup and you're like, man, do I really want to take a lefty against Anderson, Robert Jimenez, Vaughn, um it's like no but maybe but maybe not because like, it's just it's weird but yeah. um honestly at this price i don't have a ton of interest in erod today i wouldn't talk you off of him um i just like some guys in this range more than him today um yeah. the other side of this game though tuki tassant very oh, very much interested um in tuki tassant against detroit today like detroit is a team that I love to pick on with right-handed pitching. Um, and, I mean, they, they don't have the craziest amount of walks, like walk rates in this lineup. Like, if Tukey's going to be massive chalk, I'll probably pass. There's a lot of pitching on this 14-game slate. But if he's coming in at, like, 12 to 15% today, I'm definitely interested in getting him on at least one of my three teams today. Yeah, for sure. Um at 6K, I'm trying to decide how much do I care about the ownership. And I think the reason I'm saying that, Stevie, is because, okay, if he's 15%, I'm probably still in. He gets to 25 or so, and it's like I'm on the fence because it's a great spot. He should have a good game, but he could also not have any type of control today and give up runs to the Detroit Tigers and in with eight fantasy points. Like it, it's it's definitely possible. So um, I think Tukey's a good play today uh, at 6K. Definitely probably, I would say, my top two in terms of the cheap guys. He's definitely a 1A, 1B type. So I, he's in play. I just hope his ownership is not a control. And it's a 13-game slate, so I don't think it will be for what it's worth. 
14. <laughs> 14. Yes. Sorry. Oh, I know. It's just one of those slates where it's like, oh, it's never going to end. <laughs> um, let's talk bats. If Tuki just on get some ownership, I think like the guys I'd want to take shots on here, Kerry Carpenter, Riley Green, Riley Green, Parker Meadows, and Spencer Torkelson. Um, I'd want to attack some power here with Detroit. Um, Meadows is one of my favorite value plays on this slate, by the way. He's 3,200. He's really talented. Um, he's been hitting okay since he got called up. 3,200 against Tuki Chassant seems like a really fair price tag for Parker Meadows. Yeah, I like that for sure. And, man, this is almost one of those spots, Stevie. I was I was hoping Riley Green would maybe get priced down a little bit, but he's been good, man. Like, you just, you just he's been fine. So, I like him. Guys that, that have some pop that Tukey may struggle with, um, I'm with you on all the guys you talked about. I don't want to stack Detroit, but really, Stephen, the more I think about I probably need to be stacking Detroit in a way because if Tukey has his, his control issues, he's he, let me say this. He's going to walk at least two guys in this game. The question is, does he walk three, four, or five? Like, he, he you know, and so – I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna vomit stack the Tigers. I think that's what I need to do here. Even though I like Tukey, stacking the Tigers is a is a good proposition, even on a big slate, because of his massive control issues at times. Well, like Parker Meadows too. He's like top ten prospect in this organization. Um, was supposed to be like next year, but I mean, you're Detroit. You just kind of do your thing. Um, like he has stolen base upside too. This is a guy that has stolen bases and home runs in triple A and double A this year. Like he has that like jack in the bag type of upside. That's one of the reasons that I like him at 3,200. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, there's some cheap bats here from Detroit today that you could take some shots, um, for sure. So I don't hate it. Other side of this game, attacking Edo Rodriguez, I mean, Robert Jimenez, Vaughn. I mean, those three guys right in the middle, the heart of that lineup. I think that's where you would take some shots here. Like, Vaughn's really cheap. You got to pay up for Robert. And Jimenez is kind of priced down as well at 3600 So, I think mini stack in either side of this game is fine today. Yeah, I like I like these guys for sure. Um, especially, I think, Jimenez, man. Like... And I know he's been hurt. And Stevie, are the White Sox ever going to get it to get together? Like, I feel like in terms of the talent pool, they've had enough talented hitters come through there. They just can't win. Uh, but that's besides the point. Him, him and as is, is for sure going to be my favorite for the price. He just he's too cheap. Acuna Boy, the Braves win. are good. Yeah, oh. they're so good. Oh man, so yeah. good. Don't mess with the Braves, man. <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm so glad I got them at 11 to one before the season started um, to win the World Series. But anyway, Yankees and Astros. Yeah. Uh, this game is currently at eight and a half. The Astros are a 205 favorite. Like, how have the Yankees fallen? <laughs> well, well, it's the Michael Brantley effect. Oh, yeah, exactly. He's back. Um, <laughs> no, but Rodon hasn't been good, and, and Houston has gotten Stevie. Like, seriously. From the time the season started to now with Altuve back, Brantley back, Tucker, Alvarez, this team, man. It's playoff time, man. Woo! It's time to go. This is like, look at Philadelphia. It's time to go. Um, Radone against Verlander. Let's talk Carlos Radone. Um, I haven't played him yet, and I don't plan on playing oh, him today steve please call up the books ask them to give us rodona six strikeouts please He's like i want the under baby oh man i am whew, clamoring to get to get some unders on this guy today it's going to be fantastic going to be fantastic yeah he's been ever since he's come back he's been struggling um even if we look at like his recent numbers he's just been struggling his power like he's giving up so much power to both sides of the plate and i mean that's not what you want to do against the astros uh the other side of this game verlander nine eight i mean again like this range is kind of stacked verlander is very capable the yankees are very capable of striking out they like to do that um uh, again, one of those situations where on paper you're like, oh, man, 
Torres, Judge, LeMahieu, Stanton. Like, it's a tough lineup. But, I mean, I definitely could see if Verlander's not getting any love today, taking some shots on him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Yankees have been striking out, especially against, you know, reasonable pitchers. Since Verlander's kind of got back to Houston, Steve, he has been a lot better. Um, I still don't trust Verlander completely, even though he's kind of seemingly hit the fountain of youth again. I still don't trust him. I think I leave him out of my pool today because I'm afraid um, he comes back down to earth. To earth. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I love attacking the Yankees with like strong righties and I think Verlander kind of fits that build. Uh, as far as the Yankees bats, I mean, I got no interest in the Yankees today. Yep. Zero. You could attack <laughs> a home run. Like you could take a home run shot on like judge, but like, are you really going to take a 65 home run shot on judge against Verlander? Um, I mean, you can, he's capable of. 30-plus fantasy point games, but, I mean, I just – I don't think I'd do it today. As far as the Houston bats, um, yeah, I mean, Chaz McCormick, I, I keep saying it. Like, he's expensive, but he has been one of, if not the best hitter in baseball against left-handed pitching this season. Like, he has been phenomenal. I think he has the highest WRC plus against lefties this year. Like, not the guy you would write home about, but, man, he has been getting the job done. Um, I could see stacking Houston here for sure. Yeah, man. Houston's one of my favorite stacks of the day, Stevie. Um, Michael Brantley's under eight, under 4K. He's 3,800. So, you know, he's in the mix. Chaz is there. Tucker and Alvarez are expensive now. And so so is Bregman, even at 55. Uh, Altuve, 62. Like, this is an expensive team, Stevie. So this is where, to me, you know, Tukey and Paxton and this is just where they come into play. So I I like Houston today a lot. Like they're one of my favorite teams because I think Rodon still Rodon still probably has a little bit more name value than he should. And I just think he's just he hasn't been able to put it together. He's just been hurt too much. Um either way, Houston's a, a top team for me today. Just top tier team. Pittsburgh at St. Louis. Um <laughs> Derek says I'm getting Chief a Brantley jersey as a wedding present. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks, Derek. Thank you. <laughs> Pittsburgh at St. Louis. Um, eight and a half total in this game. Cardinals a 120 favorite. We got Keller and Hudson facing off against each other. Uh, any interest here in Mitch Keller at 8K? Oh man, Steve, I'm, I'm close. I'm, I'm so close. Like we've really we've seen him start to pitch a little bit better. Oh, did we lose Will? Will's internet did not like Derek saying that he was going to get him a... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brantley jersey. <laughs> oh, there he's back. It, it, the, you're in it. Yeah, didn't like it. Probably, probably, that's probably because I'm, I'm a Braves fan, but I don't care. Like, Michael Brantley's been like my favorite player since, probably since he's been with, the, the, when he was in Cleveland. So, uh, but at Houston, he's been better in baseball. I, I, I kid. But um, Keller at AK, I think, is in place, Steve. I think it's too cheap for his upside. And so I know it's a matchup with St. Louis, but um, at AK, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely have a few uh, take a few stabs. Yeah, I mean, a couple lefties in this lineup, but still a very right-handed heavy lineup. And Keller, um, just much better to righties uh less home runs strikeout rate kind of around the same strikeout rate i think is a little higher against lefties actually this season so um 8k for a pitcher that's been pitching great here recently and the cardinals team that just straight for the season to be over um 
very much tanking Cardinals, you know, taking guys out early and stuff. Yeah, just very interested in Keller 8K. I think he's a great mid-range option. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Hudson. Hey, listen, Dakota Hudson has thrown over 99 pitches in three straight starts. He's 5,800 going up against Pittsburgh. I think you could do worse today, like if you're trying to get off of Tucson, if he's chalky. He's not my favorite option. Um, I just think, like, he might be someone you could take some shots on in large field tournaments if you are playing the, you know, core stack that we're going to talk about in the next game. I don't, I don't hate it as a price play. Like, and, and I think you summed it up perfectly, Stevie. You can do worse. And then what I'm going to say is you can do worse. We're going to have bats that are more expensive than Dakota Hudson, and he's got a leash of pretty much 100 pitches or more in, in, in the right circumstance. I like it, Stevie. I don't like him, but I, I do like the opportunity that he provides. If, Steve, if he is at 15 fantasy points, I'm okay with that for the price. Um, Michael in chat says, cards are quitting on the year and they still beat the Padres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, The Padres, man. Gosh. That the walk-off home run the other day. Um, oh, who hit it? Who hit it for St. Louis? Edmund, right? The walk-off home run that Edmund Come on, hit the boy, other day. Tommy. Yeah, that um, it jolted me into the top three of some tournaments on early Ooh. slate that day. So that that didn't hurt my feelings. Um, all right, let's talk about bats. Uh, anything here on the Pittsburgh side? We probably should be stacking Pittsburgh. I, I don't trust Hudson for what's worth, like generally speaking. But uh, oh no, I, I don't want to play Pittsburgh. <laughs> I just don't. This team is, you know, they out of it too. It's just, uh, and they've got good hitters. Is is someone going to break the slate in St. Louis when it's not a hundred degrees and the ball's traveling? I don't think so. So I'm okay fading this team. Yeah, I mean, the cheap bats, I think you can take some shots on here. Um, Swazinski is someone I definitely don't mind. He's been hitting a little bit better here recently, finally getting the back going again. That's good to see. Um, I mean, him, I think Perego, at, he's like 3,100 here, second base shortstop, cheap play. Don't hate it if he cracks the lineup. Palicious, um, I think is okay at 2,700. Like, cheap bats, one-offs. Two-man stacks, I don't hate it for Pittsburgh. Um, St. Louis side, I mean, Keller's solid. St. Louis is just a new bar is expected back from the IL here today. Should hit leadoff. Um, maybe Edmund, but, yeah, I'm not going out of my way to play the Cardinals today. Yeah, I get that for sure, um, and neither am I. So, and I think we've kind of – I, I think everybody kind of understands like where we are in terms of stacks. Like Houston's my favorite team, and I know you've got some some others you, you you talked about as well. I like Texas today, so I'm not trying to overreach just to play teams. And I don't feel like Pittsburgh or St. Louis are going to win me a slate today. All right, we're moving on. We still have five games. We got plenty of baseball to still talk. Hang out with us. Toronto at Colorado. Here we go. Twelve total. Uh, Will I know you love stacking or fading cores, but we got Ryu against Flexen. Um, any interest in Ryu at 6,300 in cores? Uh, no. Would you? Would it be crazy if I say I have slight interest? No, and Stevie, I, I was actually kidding. Let, let, me, let me go. I was going to say I'm kidding. I actually do. Here's why. This team, this Colorado team, Stevie, is like all-time bad. I don't know, and, and maybe I need to hop on like a reference site to try to figure this out, but this team is, they've got to be pushing all time bad. And you've got Ryu where he's probably capped at 85 pitches, Stevie. He's probably capped at 85. I don't think he goes past 85. But it's probably worth it against this team, Stevie. Like, if he gets if he goes five innings and gets five strikeouts and doesn't give up any runs, great because this team should win the game anyway. He should get the win at sixty three hundred. I'm in like Ryu, Tuki, Paxton, Hudson. These are the pitchers that are opening up 
the Houston stat, the Toronto stat, the Texas stat. Um, you know, and of course, I'll sprinkle this in Detroit, but these cheap pitchers, I like them. And Reeve goes in the pool. I'll say this, too, um, really quick about Ryu. Like, Colorado plays half their games at Coors, and they have a 65 WRC+. plus. 100 is average. They have a 65 WRC plus against left-handed pitching this season. Yeah, That is 16 points lower than the, the next team with Cleveland and Kansas City. Like, they are there, and they play half their games in cores. I mean, pitch count worries me, but it's kind of baked into the price. He's really cheap here. Um, I mean, I, again, maybe a pivot off of Tuki Toussaint. Like, we're both under the assumption that Tuki Toussaint's going to get ownership today. We could be way yeah. off. And it is a 14-game slate. We could just see, like, ownership really spread out. But, yeah, cheap pitching, I think, with with cheap pitching with a top-end pitcher in Toronto bats. Because I can tell you for certain, with 100% certainty, I'm not playing Chris Flexen today. Yeah. No way. No way. <laughs> hey, he's been decent recently. <laughs> well, does not matter at all. Oh, flexing 17% Ks, gives up 35% fly balls. Um, he's been getting really lucky. Babbitt, like his advanced stats definitely suggest he's been getting lucky. Love. Man, I love Toronto today, Will. I know you're all about being away from stacking against uh, in cores, but, dude, like this is a spot where you just we, – we played Atlanta, right? We play we played Atlanta a lot in cores, but man, this is a spot you just kind of hope Toronto gets the job done. If Brandon Belt is out of the lineup, he's been dealing with a little bit of injury, like we're potentially getting a cheap bat here for Toronto. Like, yeah, sign me up for Toronto today. Yeah. Um I won't be trying to convince anyone to not play uh the Blue Jays today. Um they should they should have a fantastic outing. Um, I will be fading the Blue Jays today, but you guys know my reason why. I'm not trying to convince anyone to fade the Blue Jays in Q- in Coors against Chris Flex. Yeah, great spot. Anybody that cracks the lineup today for me for Toronto today. Um, I kind of wish Toronto was priced like Atlanta. <laughs> um and make it hard but it's not going to be that hard to make a toronto stack work um against chris flexen today so um uh colorado side i mean if you're not taking shots on ryu i think that your potential i mean brandon rogers would be top of the list for me um he's really cheap at second base hunter goodman uh recently called up he's cheap at um first base i think so those would be like the two main pieces that I would take shots on here against Ryu. Yep, I get it. Um, Colorado's bad. I just I just don't play this team. Um, Unless they're facing Adam Wainwright, who's equally bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might take shots on Wainwright against Colorado. All right, we got L.A. at Angels at Oakland, eight total. Uh, Angels are 160 favorite here. We got Sandoval and Sears. Um, let's talk Sandoval first. 7,200. I think it's a really fair price tag against Oakland. I don't hate it. I don't love it. If we didn't ha- – like, if this was a different slate, I think I could take some shots on Sandoval here. I just don't know if I need him today. Yep, I don't think I do. I don't know if I, I don't, yeah, I just don't know if I need him. Yeah. Um, like, there's enough, what I would consider cheaper pitchers in better spots. Like, Oakland's not good, but against lefties, they haven't been as bad. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I need Sandoval in this spot. Um, other side of this game, any interest in Sears? I don't think so, Stevie. It's kind of where I'm at too, man. I just not a, like not an overall appealing game for pitching when we have so many guys that we've talked about. Um, yeah. Uh, Angels bats. I mean, Dury, Grichik, Ohapi. I mean, like a little three man there. I mean, Otani, obviously. Um, I, I think like Ohapi is probably my favorite here at catcher, but we do have like the cheap catchers and cores. I, I don't know if I get 
Like Dury is someone I love to play against left-handed pitching. So maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't hate this spot for this team because you can take Otani and just build around him. But most of these guys, Stevie, are four K or less. I, I like the the Angel stack because Sears is a guy that's going to give up some hits and going to give up some runs, and so I, I don't like the ballpark, but. I don't mind some of these these angels bats for sure. If Sears was pitching a little bit better, I would say, hey, maybe we could take some shots on Sears, but he's been awful recently. He's a lot of 13 earned runs over his last two starts against Baltimore and Chicago. So, um, yeah. Uh, as far as Oakland bats go, uh, Geloff is someone that I definitely don't mind. Ruiz, he's expensive again now. Um, you know, he's still over 4K. His stolen base upside in this matchup is nice. Um, Roker against a lefty. It's probably it for me. I mean, I definitely like some of these cheaper Oakland bats, but I like them more against right-handed pitching. Yep, absolutely. With you 100%. Um, I will leave it at that. All right, San Francisco at San Diego. Eight total in this game. The Padres, a 135 favorite. We got Waka against San Francisco. Um, who knows who's pitching for San Francisco today? Uh, it, I mean, it, it'll be an opener situation and a long release situation. It doesn't matter. You don't need to touch this pitching situation on a 14-game slate. There you go. Uh, Michael Waka, 8,300 against the high strikeout Giants. Uh, pique your interest at all here? Uh, I'm close on Waka. And, and the reason I'm saying I'm close, Stevie, is the, the leash is there. Um can he make it through six innings? Can he be a little bit more efficient? I don't think this is a spot where he picks up, like, tons of strikeouts for what it's worth. But I think he can get a strikeout per inning, Steven. So if we can get him to six innings, I think six strikeouts could be in the cards. We just need him to be a little bit more efficient. Um, last couple starts or last two starts, he went five innings. But we're getting in that 90-pitch range through – five and a third let's get him up to six and i think we're feeling much better and my problem today right for waka is i prefer keller i prefer perez i prefer paxton like in this range i just there's four or five guys i would prefer playing over him today so i just don't think i get to him and it's not like i'm gonna go out of my way to stack against waka here um I, i mean i don't have a ton of interest in the giants bats it's just more of like Waka okay game is like 18 points and some of these other guys like okay high ceiling games are way higher than that so um I mean as far as the Giants bats maybe Jock Peterson but I mean I'm not incredibly interested in the Giants bats today no no not at all um and then San Diego I mean opener situation I just I hate bullpen games um in San Francisco has been like a team that's been frustrating because they're like they're really close to a top 10 bullpen i think they're 11th like and like they just have accepted this at this point and it's just i don't know it's so it's so tilting will um i mean tristan beck is a guy that can strike guys out he's not like this slouch of a pitcher if he goes out and throws two or three innings and then whoever else they bring in um (laughs) it's just if I'm playing San Diego, it's a stack. It's not trying to figure out platoons. It's just a stack. Yeah, um, for sure. I went to 100%, I think. And if you're going to stack them, for me, like Xander's 4,800, I'm in. Uh, Soto's 5,700, I'm in. Um, oh, gosh. the uh, Gary Sanchez is 3,800, I'm in. Like, I'm with you. You just got to stack these guys. And then Trent Grisham has been playing now a lot more. He's 2,800. Like, so they, they got – there's enough cheap pieces to make this thing work. All right. Baltimore at Arizona. Wait, we're cruising. We got two left. We're almost there. I can see the finish line. Uh, this game is a nine-and-a-half total. Orioles a slight 120 favorite. We got our boy Zach Davies pitching up against Cole Irvin. Um, I think this is a game we're going to like some bats, Will. Uh, oh, we yeah. talked about a lot of pitching today. Any interest here in Cole Irvin? No. 
My job is to ask. Any interest here in Zach Davies? No. I'm with you. Let's talk some bats. Um, yeah. I think this is a good game to target some bats. Zach Davies, oh, very hittable. Um, so very. Santander, Henderson. I think I leave Rutschman out of my stacks. I, it might be a hot take, but, dude, 5400 for a catcher? I'm out. Like, I would rather pay, like, the price for Gunnar Henderson at a weaker shortstop position. Um, I mean, Santander, O'Hearn, Mullins. Yeah, sign me up for Baltimore today. Yeah, I don't hate it, man. Mullins being back definitely uh, helps bolster this lineup, in my opinion, Stevie. And they haven't even been batting him up top. He's Rutschman's been leading off. He's been like the six hole, which gives them a little bit more run protection. Uh, Santander's 4,700. He's going to be hitting real nicely from the left side of the plate today. So uh, I don't hate him. And Santander went on a tear. He's been on a tear here. So I, you know, I, I like this team, man. This is this is a really good spot for them. Um, I, I won't be with you. I definitely think I, I would want to keep Rutschman in my stats. But I'm not, you know, I wouldn't have him in every lineup, obviously. But I I, I think you got to get some exposure. Like, he could have a nice game here against against Davies. Um, Arizona bats, man. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel like people will leave Corbin Carroll off their stacks because it's lefty-lefty. But with Pham and Christian Walker and Kennedy, I mean, Gary L, Longoria, like, take some shots on Carroll, too, lefty-lefty. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's one of the best hitters on this team. Um, so I, I don't want to leave him out. Uh, Marte's 5K. You know, Perdomo's back at the bottom of the lineup now at 3,600, which gives them some good wraparound opportunities. You know, Moreno's 2,600, typically going to bat the eight, seven, eight holes. So I, I, this team, Steve, I, I like it a ton. Like you talked about, like Guriel, Fam, both under 4K just really opened this thing up to be able to get these other pieces. So um, Arizona's kind of been my, one of my favorite wraparound stacks of the year outside of the Braves. Like when Perdomo's been at the bottom of this lineup, they, them, and when Michael Harris was at the bottom as well, one of my favorite rack, wraparound st- stacks outside of the Braves. I, I like to wrap around again here today. Oh man, this is a this is a game. I'm definitely hoping we get some runs in because I'm very interested in this game overall. Yeah, we saved the uh, best for last. We got Braves and Dodgers. Um, this is gonna be a fun series. Eight and a half total. Braves a slight 125 favorites. Um, let's talk Max Freed first. Any interest here against the Dodgers? No. Yeah. I, Nothing against Freed. I just – I'm not doing it. Not against the Dodgers at 9K no. on a 14-game slate. No, like, right, right. You he doesn't necessarily me. give us that ceiling. You get me. It's the same reason I, I – I, if, if this was – if Strider was on this slate at 12K, I wouldn't be playing him today. He just happens to be on the small Thursday slate that, gosh, you know. But, I, hey, I'm not I'm not playing free today against the Dodgers. I, I can't do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not – I'm not touching free at 9K. And um, as much as I, I really want to play Julio Urias um, – if he wasn't facing Atlanta at 7,800, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has been, ever since he has come back, um, he has been pitching really good. Um, I just, I can't do it against Atlanta. They're too good. Yep. I, I'm not playing Julio today. No way. Next no year way. for the Gators. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, the Gators. Oh, man. <laughs> Can't win them all, Will. Can't win them all. Let's talk bats. Um, man, Atlanta's expensive. Urias is solid. Thoughts on Atlanta? Um, you can play them every day. Those are, those are my thoughts. Like, you can literally play Atlanta every day. It's so crazy. But you can. And I don't think Julio's anybody that's going to slow this team down. So I'm in on a brave stack. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you can stack either one of these teams. I don't like picking on Max Freed. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'd stack it. I I would have much more interest in stacking Atlanta than I would the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm probably not going to play a lot of bats in this game in the three entry max. If I was playing 150, I would definitely have interest um, in Atlanta. Yeah. Any interest in the Dodgers for you? Yeah, like. So I'm stacking these teams because they're good, not because they're in the, the best spot in the world. Like, I definitely think Atlanta's probably a better stack than the Dodgers, but that's not going to stop me from having interest in the Dodgers in terms of just stacking this team against Freed. I mean, Mookie Betts has been, what, probably one of the highest hit, hottest hitters in baseball. Him and Acuna, and you look, Acuna 6,900, Betts is 6,800. Like, it's just – they're priced up for a reason, Steve. Like these guys are pushing seven K. Um, they're very expensive, but I, I still like them in this spot. All right, let's uh, play the morning grind game, and we'll get out of here. Yeah. Thanks everyone for hanging out with us. Big slate, fourteen games, a lot to talk about. Um, under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. We got some options today, Will. Who you got? Yeah, we got a lot of guys. Um, I don't think I'm going to go with the obvious play. I'm going to go a little bit off the board today. Give me Ryu against Colorado. I'm going to go James Paxson. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh, Give me – and this one is actually a little tough too because there's not as many as you think. Give me Ryan against Texas though. Yeah, I mean, there's some really good pitchers up here today for sure. Um, give me Logan Gilbert. I feel it's gonna be a down game for him. Yep. Over four K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? Not in course. Oh man, so many guys. Um, give me. Give me. Give me Raphael Devers. I guess. Right. Yeah. I'm going to stay in that same game, and I'm going to say Adam Duvall against Jordan Lyles. Duvall has been hot. Four home runs in his last five games. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? For the first time all year, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're we're coming in hot with Michael Brantley at 3,800. I got to squeeze him in before he he cracks the 4K. I, and, and if I'm not mistaken, Stevie, Brantley comes back his first game, and from what I saw, he was two for two right out of the gate. Give me my boy, Michael B. How sad is Will going to be when he's not in the lineup today? Oh, don't do that to me, Houston. Don't do it. Don't do it. How sad is Will going to Will's going to be so sad. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to – I'm going to go to the young kid that I talked about earlier. Give me Parker Meadows uh, for Detroit, 3,200. Stack to score six or more runs, 14 games slate. Who's getting the job done today? Houston, man. That's Houston's my favorite stack of the day, and not just because Brantley is back. I do like this spot against Carlos Rodon big time. Jordan Lyle stinks. Kansas City bullpen stinks. Give me the Boston Red Sox to get the job done today. Absolutely love um, Boston in this spot. My man, I hope you have a fantastic birthday. I hope you have a fantastic um, weekend. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Uh, We'll be back on Monday. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Again, we'll see you again on Monday.